Hey everybody, and welcome to The Void, a show dedicated to filling the void between being an employee and becoming self-employed. Most people refer to starting your own company as taking the leap, as if you are blindly jumping off a cliff and into the unknown. This show is here to help you understand that it does not have to be that way. As always, if you like what you're hearing on the show, please do us a favor and help share the void with somebody else who might also be wanting to start their own company. We saw an opportunity to help others understand that self-employment is well within your reach, and just as our businesses have grown organically and by word of mouth, we want this show to grow the same way. So if you see somebody asking questions uh, about starting their own company or recently starting their own company and they have questions about how to do things, please feel free to mention The Void or to drop a link to one of the shows to them. Uh, I'm your host, Mitch Smedley, and with me as always is David. Mitch, what's up, buddy? What's going on? How was the week? It's busy. Busy? Good busy, though. How are the boys? Productive busy. Productive busy. Boys are good? Boys are ornery, as always. No new trouble this week, anyway. No new trouble. No new trouble? Yeah. Yeah. Same old trouble. Yeah, same old trouble. So, What's up, Marcus? How's it going, guys? We got Marcus back there. Here we go. He's often often heard, never seen. There we go. I don't get we, it. I'm I mean, tell, I, I mean, I get it. But I'm just, telling you, people, we're, we're doing you it. a favor by keeping Marcus off the camera. Yeah. You, you know what? I've actually had a good day today, guys. So, oh, well, you mean try to keep it going? Just try and try not going. to mess up we the recording process. That. We have yeah. Megan spray some, some what's this? Some, some sage. Some sage. Yeah. 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 We are here with our second guest. Third yeah, guest. Third. Third guest. Third Man, these guests. are adding up on me so quick. Yeah. Megan Sievert Colbertson. Yeah. Megan, yeah. how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. No, thanks for being on the show with us. I'm thanks, thanks for being with us. The, yeah. My other option, my husband's out of town, so I'd be solo parenting four kids at home. So I'm <laughs> This is she was like, please I'm have like, me yes, on. Yes, I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. Yep, yeah. I'm yeah. there. That yeah. night works. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. I can Sign do it. Sign me up. Mitch didn't know that it's International Women's Day today. Right, right. Didn't, Megan, didn't look at the Facebook this morning, I guess. I Megan don't know. reminded me of that. It's and just ironically, awesome. it's our first female guest Yay. on yes. International Women's Day. Yes. Oh, I'm honored. And <laughs> all of Megan's businesses surround themselves around women and women only. Like, That's right. This is awesome. I serve women. They're my people. Yeah. <laughs> Her peeps. And guess quick. what? When I serve women, then they're happier, they're healthier, and they're better partners, too. Yeah. Men. Two men. Or women. Hey. Whoever they want to love. Two men. I like it. Yeah. Better part. Yeah. Get Janine on the you yoga. Know, I about got myself in hot water. I got, somebody sent me a picture and it was like an old school 50s, like, it was like an advertisement for men, like, men, here's how to train your wife to oh, be a better wife. My, yeah. like, my husband sent me that. Yeah. Like how to, she'll <laughs> fetch your paper and she'll fetch your slippers and yeah. she'll pick up on your social cues of when you're not in the mood to talk the 1950s <laughs> baby and when, and when you get home from work and make sure to have dinner ready yeah and don't tell him about your troubles yeah. because he's had a long day <laughs> it's like <laughs> man we've come a long Bullshit. way holy cow have that martini I, ready baby yeah, yeah. I, I sent it to my wife i'm like you think this would fly in our house she goes with flip-flops it would like, yeah at your head yeah <laughs> like oh my gosh i'm not sure that she's like that i think she might just wait and bottle it up, and then when you're asleep, just put the pillow right over top of you. Yeah. You know, just... <laughs> nice, I'll slow, show easy one. I'll show yeah. him. Oh, um, man. Marcus, is her mic too high? Is it good? I Am I good? No, 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 right. no. Like the on the camera. Oh. Oh. Is it... Does it <laughs> need to go down a little bit? Ah, she looks good. I think she's fine with this one. So for... It's at an angle. Take it down just a hair. Okay. Yeah, you can pull it down and then yeah. crank it. There you go. Just okay. like that. There? Better? So, so for we, those that are listening, we to want this, to see Megan we, smile. We also <laughs> film all of these and put them on YouTube, and so we wanted to make sure that you weren't going to be staring at a microphone named Megan this whole time. So that's good. I mean, I've seen her from her right camera. So right. All right, Megan. How about you? Uh, how about you take a few minutes and kind of tell us about what you do and how it started and everything else. Awesome. Well, first, thanks for having me. You bet. Um, so I have always been an entrepreneur. Started yeah. um, my first company when I was 21. Was actually a million dollars in debt when I was 21. And I tell people when I talk about that, it was monopoly money. Because at 21, you have no concept of what a million dollars is. Right. Um, so I got kind of in over my head. But the beautiful thing is, is... Um, I am one of those people that 
I don't give up. So I owned those companies, took 10 years to pay off my loans, um, got them, took about another five years to be able to package them to sell them. And then I sold them. And that was five years ago. And so five years ago, I say I had freedom to do what really sets my soul on fire and my passion, my purpose. And that's to help women specifically create and live lives they love. And so I do that through um, coaching purposeful um, women entrepreneurs and then teaching yoga. So that is kind of... The online yoga thing right. fascinates me. Yes. Yeah, so I had a ton of questions about it before the show. We always do a little bit of show prep and yeah. I was just, you know, I'm asking her, you know, how do you do that? Do you store those? Do they go on a server? How does that work? I mean, it's it's extremely interesting. I think you should, let's go into right. it just a little bit. Yeah. And all of those were questions I had too, because I, I never, and as a business coach, I did not plan on owning an online yoga company. Yeah. I did not plan on owning an online yoga company. I loved coaching women entrepreneurs to create the business of their dreams. And then COVID hit. And sacred yoga studios were shut down. And I really felt like women needed yoga now more than ever. I mean, we were schooling our kids from home. We were working from home. We had this fear of like this unknown virus and we didn't have yoga. And so I immediately just started serving yoga via Facebook lives right. because I oh, was is that like, how you were doing it? That's how nice. I was doing it. So, um, I was just getting on Facebook lives. I had never used zoom. Right. So then I opened a zoom account and then I started doing three Facebook lives a week, two zoom lives. And I did this free for 60 days. And I don't know if you guys remember in the spring of 2020, like most of us thought it was like eight weeks. We're going to stay home for eight She's, weeks yeah, yeah, and yeah. then we're going to all, Go yeah. back to it would normal. just turn off and then right. turn back on. Right. Yes. So when I realized that wasn't going to happen um, because my background is entrepreneurship, I was like, okay, I'm going to flip the switch and turn this into an online yoga company. Right. And so 60 days, did it for free. And then I did like a 30-day launch as I was prepping to launch Megan's Yoga Tribe online yoga studio. Um, and my goal was 30 members in that first 30-day launch so and you were um, well on your way oh yes yes so that was probably because I had offered the classes for free and again I was the only one teaching I didn't have instructors I was teaching these five classes a week um I was serving the community and so they showed up for me whenever I launched it um they signed up and it was and I still to this day every single time a woman signs up I do a happy dance still. <laughs> yeah. And we're at like almost 250 members. Right. Holy cow. And so I still get that excitement that someone is saying yes to making their health and happiness a priority. Right. And right. I want to go into what you, you brought up at the very beginning um, that you had, uh, were a million dollars in debt and you de- Can you explain, you know, to other people that, um, you know, this whole show is about giving people information as to, uh, not make the same mistakes like you may have made it. Look, I've, I, I've made a lot of mistakes when I started mine and that's, and we've gone over a lot of that. It's been right. uh, very humbling when we do that. Can you just give a couple of examples of like things you learned about, like I wouldn't have done this, you oh. know, in the, you know, what I did here. Absolutely. I, I, um, I feel it, wrong or right. Our experiences, um, our past experiences, obviously make us have different perspectives on things, right? right? Oh, yeah. Based on our past experience. So, um, especially when I'm coaching women entrepreneurs and they're kind of at a crossroads in their business. um, One thing I I so deeply believe is don't take loans from family. Yeah. Yeah. So, here we go. I'll tell you my story. Um, Again, I was 21. I had nothing. I owned a $90,000 house in Independence that I bought when I was 19 because I'm an overachiever and that's what I did. <laughs> right. I bought a house at 19. <laughs> Same. And Yeah. And so <laughs> I I had nothing and um, went to the SBA, you know, wanted to buy these businesses. And I legit, like these men at the table, I call them, you know, I've now 
arrived and I've earned a yeah. seat here. But yeah. <laughs> when I was, um, when I was, tr- I was actually 20 going through the SBA loan process. It was a six month process. I was so, I was so confident. I believed that I could do it. And guess what? I did it. Oh, I did it. I mean, I absolutely a hundred percent paid every single penny back to that SBA but I was fearless and they were telling me, you need this, you need that. And I was like, just fly from LA, sit in front of me and tell me no. That's how confident I was. And guess what? They didn't tell me no, but they did tell me I had to have $160,000 down payment. Well, I did not have $160,000 at that time. Um, so I took, I took a loan from my grandparents. Um, don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Yeah. Um, especially because this was back in 2005. The recession hit in 2008. Um, yeah. It was overwhelming. And I tell people all the time, for 10 years, I lived in fear, um, overwhelm. Um, just it, it was knowing that I owed people I loved $160,000. Right. The weight of that as a 21, 22, 20, the weight of that was too great. So my advice is always work your ass off if you do need the capital, if you do need the money, or it needs to be a gift. And there can't be the expectation of it being paid back. Repaid, right. And I think that's okay. And I've told my kids that. I'm a mama for you know what, you're probably not going to ever come to me and convince me to give you cash to start a company. Right. You probably aren't. Yeah. Because I don't want them to ever have the weight I felt yeah. for those years on my children's shoulders. And and my grandparents believed in me as much as the SBA did, as much as my parents did. Um, but still, I wouldn't want to put anyone in that position yeah. to have that kind of. Yeah, I think even if it was a gift, like I feel real guilty when I take money. So yeah. if someone was, you know, if my dad was to give me 50 grand and say, hey, you don't have to pay this back. do it, Like the whole time I'd be thinking, man, I didn't do this on my own. Right. right. Like I'd be feeling guilty the whole time. Yeah. Well, and the, o- the adversity that you have to overcome in order to generate that startup capital or that down payment or whatever, right. like right. that forges your character to a whole new level, which will only make you more successful later. Right. So, and we can get, I mean, that's the thing is, um, you can get creative, right? I'm just, you can get creative and sometimes we do need to hit pause and say, you know what, is there another way we can do this? Right. But again, at 20, at 2021, you don't know no better. You don't know any better. And it it was big dreams and it was, and, and granted, I did it and I made it work and I paid back my debt. But for 10 years, I had to feel the weight of that. And I would just never want someone else to have that kind of pressure. Right. Um, It's just not worth it. Yeah. It really, truly. And if something would have happened and it didn't work out. It's not worth it. You know, and you had to close up or do it. And then you're still feeling that I have to pay them back on top of getting a job. You know, do it. I mean, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot to and take I just, on. I just don't think, and I, I get it. I, I get how people say, well, so-and-so has money or something, but it changes the dynamic. Yep. It changes the dynamic of the relationship. Um, owing a bank money is one thing. Owing, owing family members yeah. or neighbors or, yep. <laughs> I know, completely get I it. I just, that would be the one, the one thing I would say, just, just don't do it. Even though it seems easy. Easy is not always yeah. the best. It's the choice. easy way out for right. sure. Right. Yeah. It's right. hard to sit there and fill out that loan application and then convince a complete stranger right. to give you money. Right. It's yeah. easy to go to grandma and say, Yeah. Yeah. You know, she's not, at, you're not filling out an application. You well, know? And, and like when we started ours, I had borrowed the money from myself essentially. And I still gave myself a very strict, very, very strict timeline to pay it all back because I didn't want to be lazy. I wanted to be assertive and I wanted to. When it's in the back of your mind every day. Yeah. Every day you yeah. wake up and you're like, okay, I've got to pay for this. In in my mind, the business wasn't even official yet until it was freestanding on its own financial legs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And until it paid me back my, my yeah. investment, investment into it, it was it, that's what not people, even legit yet. People talk about that. They get into a lot of credit card debt. You know, like say something happens and they just have to live off it for, you know, two months or whatever. Right. They say the same thing. Like it just every day you mm-hmm. wake up and it just weighs on you. 
every day you're thinking about it. Yep. You can't be happy that way, you right. know? And I was raised by parents, so it's interesting. I was raised by parents who paid cash for everything. My right. parents just, that that's how we were raised. That's how, that, that's how we were brought up. So I know this is gonna seem crazy, but I never had a business credit card. And I owned a million dollar business and had between 30 and 50 employees. Yeah, yeah, lots of people I don't do I literally it. never had a business credit card. Yeah, they work right out of that checkbook. Because, yeah. <clears throat> well, this was the thing. I was 21. Yeah. Like you don't have a lot of, I mean, at 21, you like, don't have any credit. You, you, well, I didn't have any credit. I had a lot of debt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but once it was just kind of like that thing. It was just like, okay, like I can't buy that new piece of equipment until I can pay cash for it. Yeah. Yeah. And it holds you accountable. That's how we it run our business now is, is so. everything that we're doing is, is cash based. The only thing we finance is vehicles. Right. Uh, and that's, that's simply because it lines up with the IRS's depreciation schedule. Mm-hmm. But uh, outside of that, yeah. we we pay cash. It for takes everything. discipline. It takes I, discipline. Yeah. It and takes a lot discipline. of people will tell you will say, you know, and and I get it because now, like at home, I I can fly anywhere for free because we have so many Southwest points. Yeah. yeah. But with business expenses, it's very different. Yeah. And it takes discipline. In one month of getting over your head, mm-hmm. yep. and then you know, business is down. Yeah. It can be a huge setback. I start, so. so when I started mine, I did everything on a credit card. Mm-hmm. But that's because I w- was very meticulous about, like I would match up my receipts to that statement every month. And I would Good sit there you. and do it. And I, But that's just, I wanted to be able to get that independent, you know, statement every month. And I like points. You know, everybody yeah, likes points I and like cash points. back. Yeah. You know, when you're when you're putting, it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you're putting $25,000 a month on it, that stuff adds up real quick. Oh, yeah. I mean, 1% cash back can be a lot of money, but it does take discipline. You have to pay that thing off every month. And that's why Dave Ramsey hates credit cards because people don't do it because they're not disciplined. And you know, that's just, if you can do it where you're paying cash, that is the way to go. Yeah. Because you're always on zero at the beginning of every month. Right. That's. We did Dave Ramsey, my husband and I, before we got married. Oh, really? So uh, we did the. The, the seven, ste- seven yeah. steps? Oh, we did, yeah. Is it I seven mean, steps? I don't remember what it was, I but I right. do remember I having my envelopes steps. with our cash in it. Yeah. <laughs> we, we laugh about it today because our grocery budget when we first got married is what we spend in about three days now. Oh, yeah. man. We, we spend it for the whole month. Yeah. And I would go are... in, I would go in with my envelope to the grocery store and I'd have my coupons in the envelope. Yeah. And if that ain't birth control, I don't know I what mean, is. And <laughs> right? Well, now we have four kids. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's, so. Which that's one's ex- going hungry? <laughs> like they're all their names are in a hat and they're like, well, Anthony's going hungry yeah. this week. We There's, don't have the money for him. There's yeah. a reason to hold off on kids right there. Like yeah. Dave Ramsey, we, I mean. We have a lot of customers that will literally, like when it comes time to pay their plumbing repair bill, mm-hmm. they'll walk back into some room in their house and they'll pull out an envelope. Yeah, it's and, cash in it. And then you'll hear book. them talk and they'll say like, which envelope is that? Is that home repairs or is that the emergency envelope? Like, like they've got them organized. Good for them. Yeah, and it's like that's actually kind of cool. Good for them. So I, I budget one hundred and one. That's amazing. Yeah. And people don't teach that anymore. Like I, I feel like I'm, I'm forty. Mitch is forty. We like even my parents. They didn't do that. And I think, I think if you were born around you know eighty, eighty four, I think that's when it started to wane off. Yeah. Because you know when like when you talk to my grandparents, you know my dad's like, oh no. The budget, this is what it was. This yep. is how we did it. You know, that's just what we did. Yeah. And then I, add, you know, ask him, well, how, how come you didn't do that? If you, you know what I mean? And I yep. think that's just kind of when it started, you know. The baby boomers. Wait, they did it? The they, boomers did they, it? They let us down. Yeah, maybe. So, so, so you had that other business. You sell it. Yep. Took you a minute to sell it. Took me a minute. Took me a minute. To... And and while this is the thing, my story is I started practicing yoga fifteen years ago. Okay. So the only piece I found because owning my previous companies, it was stressful. It was overwhelmed. I like to tell people like I was surviving on coffee. I was surviving on wine and I was just staying busy to stay numb because there was so much overwhelm. And the the one thing I found peace was on a yoga mat. I came to a yoga mat and I could breathe. I could think clearly. Um, I could be present. And then it became like a drug. I was like, I need this. I need more of this. And then I realized like on that yoga mat, like I don't want to own these companies anymore. Right. I don't want to live this life anymore. I like this, not that. Yeah. Yeah. I, this isn't purposeful. I'm not living 
the life I was put on this earth to live. Right. And that's where I really came up with the plan that I have to sell these. Yeah. I have to figure a, a way to get out. Um, and then through that, I actually went through yoga teacher training and business life coaching training all at the same time. Right. Um, because I thought if yoga helped me, this broken down at the time I had two kids, mom of two, who was just surviving life and not thriving, there's other women out there just like me. Yep. And that's where it triggered this purpose. And so after I sold my companies, I just started teaching yoga simply as what I call my passion project. And God, it brought so much joy. Yeah. So that's it's, how I... It's crazy how much faster your business can take off when it is truly... Purpose-driven. Purpose-driven. 100%. So... And purpose-driven people, whether you're, it's your business or just your life, the way you live are happier yeah and i thought that's now my mission is to help women create and live a life they love yeah and and so yours tied around being in a business that you came to realize you didn't have alignment with at all right and so you you sold it most of our listeners are probably in a very similar scenario only they're not owning the business that they don't like they're working at a job that they're Mm. out of alignment with right and they're they're going to cross that bridge to their passion project so to speak yes and they're gonna they're gonna have an awakening at their job and say this isn't for me that's right let's identify what i am passionate about and then let's Create a plan to turn it Put into a Put a plan business. in place to do that. Yeah. And, and, and that's so important because those of us who choose to work, a third of our life will be working. Right. It should be doing something you love. Yeah. If you are wanting to hit snooze in the morning, that is your indication. Change. Yeah. It takes one breath to change. You can change. Yeah. And I think that I hope the listeners hear that. If you are wanting to press snooze... Yeah. on your life today take action yeah these take action and we talk about that in in the first few episodes i think it's the first episode or second episode we talk about you know what it feels like to be trapped in your job mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and then we and then i think the next episode we go into you need to figure out you know is it the job mm-hmm. is it the type of job right. is it the place you work or do you need to be on your own yeah and these are questions that you know, she had to answer in her journey, just like you answered, like I answered, just like everyone that the first, it, like the first questions we got and the guys on Facebook, hey mm-hmm. man, just, you know, those are the, sometimes people don't realize they need to just hear that. Right. Oh, you know what? Maybe they're right. Right. Maybe in the back of their mind, they're th- in their subconscious, they're thinking, man, I could do this. There's there's an awakening that comes from it. Now, Yes. just like you had to go through some trenches to come to that awakening that that's not uncommon there's a lot of people that have to go through that like you have to know what bad looks like before you know what good looks like and so you have to be willing to get super uncomfortable yeah because i was basically i tell people all the time i was a collection of what everyone thought i should be um people see me today and still say that like I was always one of those people, she's an overachiever. She's so successful. By 21, you had a million-dollar company. You had a home. Then by, by 22, I decided to buy a home in Lakewood. Like, I was a collection of what everyone else thought I should be, but right. I wasn't honoring my heart and right. my soul. Right. And, and that's the thing. It's like I'm living in alignment with what Joe Schmo and Sally think I should be doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I wasn't honoring what Megan's yep. heart and soul Yeah needed to feel complete yeah um and so yeah it is it is like you have to get real uncomfortable and realize like all right and it's like this isn't working it's wild how fast the success starts to roll when you when you yeah when you fall in line with that it is you'll struggle if you're not comfortable in your own skin you are going to struggle and struggle and struggle to find success absolutely but the moment you find you you become authentic mm-hmm. and you quit trying to impress other people for behaving like you think they want you to behave or acting like you want to, you think they want you to act that it's freedom. That right there is, is it's a freedom. big step towards success. You know, and don't, I'd like to don't think of it as, um, 
you're going to stop doing this and automatically be successful. I know I've known guys that were making 50 bucks an hour, you know, working on commercial jobs or prevailing wage jobs, or whatever. And they always thought the grass is greener over here. I'm going to do, this is what I'm going to do. I've known guys more than a few that have gone and done that. And then realized, like we've talked about in some of the previous episodes, mm-hmm. that ain't for me. The boomerang. You know what I mean? Or- and they're like, you know what? And sometimes it takes that lesson to go back. And now they realize, Oh, you know what? I actually have more freedom working for somebody mm-hmm. because I don't have the mental capacity. Not that you're not smart. I don't mean that, no, no, yeah. but, but that isn't what drives you. Yeah. You know what? You feel like that's too overwhelming. And yep. when you're over here and your mind is free and you don't have to worry about the money and the finances, you can do your job. You can get your physical exercise. You can, you can feel more free doing that than if you owned your own company. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's really about, it's not just about I'm going to move on and start my own company and be happy. That's not ex- what she means when she says no, stuff like no, that. It's, it's you really your have purpose. to find what makes you happy yeah. and what your purpose is. Yeah. And typically it's it's some sort, at least in my experience, it's service. It's serving others. Yeah. It's serving, like I say in my practice, passion is what sets my soul on fire. Right. So passion is for me. Purpose is how I serve that passion to others. Right. And yeah. that's why I'm an entrepreneur mm-hmm. because that I'm purpose driven. I want to go serve others. I get energy <clears throat> from serving others. Yeah. So that's when you kind of flip the switch into a purpose driven entrepreneur because that passion's there for you, but then you have to go serve it to others. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. Not to be biblical, but doesn't the good book say something about that too, Marcus? He does. About serving <laughs> others. Yeah. yeah. Fills yeah. your soul. The uh, um, there are a lot of people that are really good at executing tasks, but they're not good at creating the tasks that need to be executed. Those are people that may not be better suited in their own like business. Yeah, they're they're going to be better suited at a higher level working for somebody else, letting somebody else, you know, be a visionary and create all the things that need to be done, and then give them, just point them in the right direction. And then as long as they're pointed in the right direction, they're going to execute, execute, yeah. execute. And people so. change too. I yeah. mean, how many times do you hear about somebody that was great, super successful, and then they get to be 55 and they're like, you know what? Right. Let's keep it simple. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> right. And they find something else and they're just as successful at it. Yeah. yeah. You know it's, what I mean? It's a pretty common thing to be like an eight to 10 year cycle on, on that yeah. kind of stuff. People, you know, everyone says, oh, people don't change. No, people change. Yeah. People's well, hearts change. Well, they develop, situations. They grow. Your yeah. passions change. What yeah. you're interested in. Yeah. yeah. I I ask people all the time, like when they're struggling with, I'm not happy at my job, or and I'm like, well, tell me what this this ideal, your perfect day looks like. And and there are some people that their perfect job doesn't exist, and that's when I'm like, take a leap into entrepreneurship and create it. Then. Yeah. Make like it. If your perfect job doesn't exist, doesn't mean it's not available for you you have the ability to create it. Yeah. And it's so interesting because a lot of people, unfortunately because of social media, people will say, well, there's there's someone already doing that or they know more, they're doing better. But I guarantee like you have the ability to create your very own thing and find your, your own customers, your own clients, your own people, your own tribe that need you. So when someone's like, I just can't find the job that sets my soul on fire, then create it. Right. What's Make it happen. Like? Make it happen. And there's there's plenty of room in the marketplace for another yoga tribe similar right. to yours, right? Like there's there's abundance, and that's a mindset. So yeah. I'm a mi- I am literally an expert at mindset. I can mindset hack anything. It drives my kids nuts. <laughs> they come home, they want to bitch about something, and I'm like, let's flip the switch. How can we see that from a different angle? Right, right. <laughs> but it's so true. Yeah. Like, it's an abundance mindset. There's enough out there for everyone. Right. And the reason you're going to have a successful business is because of you. You attract the people. <clears throat> right. You attract the community. It's it's a unique gift, yeah. and there's plenty. There's plenty available. Plenty to go around. Plenty to. Oh, I can't handle a scarcity mindset. Yeah. When people like. There's d- plenty. This ah. is America. Well, you do anything in America. That's okay? that's pretty and obvious with how you started in the pandemic. Yeah. So here the pandemic hits. You're trying to. Everyone panics. Everyone there's panics. There's no work. <laughs> you're you're not a scarcity mind. You're an abundance yeah. mind. So you 
automatically start thinking up ways to deliver your product to your people without an actual in-person studio. Yeah. Does that ever get like uh, tiring at times? Like, so my husband likes to tell people like, I will be honest, my husband, I think half of his business meetings, he talks about me, which is very humbling. Um, you mean he just doesn't want to pay for therapy? He's just <laughs> going to business meetings? <laughs> You're probably right. Oh, God, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. He's like, yeah, she's bad yeah. shit. Yeah. It's, just, yeah. it's just therapy but for he him. He tells people That's all the time. All. He's like, never once. And I have been teaching yoga at, at least five mornings a week, every single morning at 6 a.m. <clears> for six years now maybe seven he will tell people like and before I taught at home I drove to a studio to teach so I was up every morning at four he's like she's never once not wanted to get out of bed yeah I'm not kidding it it literally coming to my mat and serving those women it just it ignites the flame within me yeah and I do it and it's never never once do I think I wish I didn't have to do this this morning so I'm I'm like I think that every morning, (laughs) but I'm I'm just not a morning person. Once I do get up, I'm rolling. (laughs) Mornings are my jam. No. Once that, uh, about one cup of coffee in, I'm on fire and I'm ready to go. So we, we started our business like two years ago, uh, coming up on two years. About a year ago, I started getting up and working out at five every day. Life changing. It it is. And it, so it does two things. (laughs) One, you get like this endorphin rush whenever you're done. Like I'm like. I could go tackle the world whenever I'm done. But two is it helps me gauge the day. I'm not going to say I haven't missed a workout. There's times where I've missed a workout. Alarm goes off. When I we've been here till 1231 night. Yeah. 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 Um, alarm goes off. I don't want to get up or whatever. Well, that is like from the moment I wake up in the morning and I've missed that workout, that's like an indicator for me that my mindset's not in the right spot that day. So I got to be careful because right. it is, it is. <clears throat> It's like a trigger, like an on-off switch for... Oh, it sets the tone for the whole day. Yeah. One of the things with my business coaching clients, the morning routine is essential. Yeah. I have met very few successful entrepreneurs that do not have their morning routine like to a T. Yeah. Because it sets the entire tone for the day. Yeah. Um, it, it helps mm. with clarity. It helps with focus. It gives you that me time. And I'm not saying anything against men, but Mm-mm. especially for women entrepreneurs who a lot of us are also getting kids on the bus, feeding them, drop off, pick up, like all of these other tasks that some of our counterparts get to just leave in the morning and go Hey, I put the kid on the bus every day. I appreciate yeah. that. You're welcome. I think it's amazing. <laughs> I'm not her, not her I kids. But I, <laughs> and my husband and I, we are teammates. I mean, he's the oh, better yeah. You have to be. And we are a partnership, but the mornings, I am taking preschooler to preschool. I'm getting those kids on the bus. And so for me as a woman entrepreneur, I have to have that time. Yeah. And that energy where there's not other energy in my space where I can just plan my day, set my mindset, take that breath. And I practice yoga every single morning. I will say when you wake up in the morning and, and the kid is asleep, Oh, and you right? get like 30 or 40 minutes, like even if streaming, even if you're not doing anything and it's peaceful and it's quiet and you're just like, oh man, I wish it could be like this Sitting all day. Sitting at the kitchen day. table in your holy bathrobe, drinking coffee. 20 streaming. minutes later. In it, quiet. Dad, I'm hungry. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Let's get going. It yeah. was one of the biggest things. And I mean, I've had my morning routine for 10 years now. I'm a decade in. I'm a decade in to self-study and self-love for myself yeah so a decade into it um i it's a non-negotiable it's it's literally my lifestyle i don't even think about it um but i get it it's hard if you've never had that routine but once you instill that routine man you can like i i get up every day and i'm like i'm gonna change the world today right. yeah <laughs> we were talking about routine the other day yeah we can change the world every me day. and you yeah oh yeah yeah you know you know what i'm referencing I don't want to say anything on the podcast about it. <laughs> he has no idea what I'm talking about. We'll talk guess, about it later. I guess it's over my head. I'll remind you. <laughs> He'll know. What? Um, so back to just you know the actual business and getting it going. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the most difficult part oh, for hand, you? Hands down, technology. I'm sitting in this room right now, and like just technology, just like it's it's. I'm just in awe of people that <laughs> naturally understand it. Um, I had never taught an online yoga class when I opened an online yoga company. Yeah. (laughs) So I didn't even know the basics. I had never done a Zoom call. I had never done a Facebook Live. 
And so the technology for someone who my limiting belief is I'm bad at technology yeah. was that overwhelm. But I'm also a problem solver. And I'm like, I can figure this out. So Google, YouTube, people YouTube. a lot smarter Man. than me. People <clears throat> yep. a lot smarter. I was really grateful. One of my husband's dear friends is a developer. So he was able to, he came over. I fed him a really good dinner. I gave him really good <laughs> wine. There you go. I, I, I gave him, and I was like, this is my dream. Help me. And I wrote Please it out on me. a piece of paper and I still have it. And yeah. he created and developed a website yeah my membership site i already had a website but he developed this website and we turned it into reality but we that didn't even get up and going when i first launched the company it was like a hodgepodge it was like yeah. you have to go to vimeo to find the videos you have to go to facebook uh. because i was just putting something together yeah and then that's it took time to really develop do you wish that you would have if you could go back would you have wished that you'd had like 60 days to prep and have all that stuff together? Or are you happy that it kind of just came together like that? I, I'm glad it did because my gosh, I learned so much going through the process that I can be that mentor for someone else who's wanting to develop a, a membership site. Yeah. So I actually did it like hands on the tools and learned it. I think also too, all of my members who signed up like right from the beginning, they got to see the progression. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They got to see like, wow, Megan. And, and like, they love the watching investment. that. The yeah. growth. I mean, these women are invested. Well, I was gonna say they're vested, and now they tell everyone they know. Oh, if they yeah. if I, they go to a yoga class just with a friend of theirs to, and then everyone in that class, they're like, "Hey, I do this. I do Megan's, Megan's yoga, yoga tribe. I, I do it online. Is, is what I do Megan's online at home." And they're like, "What?" Yeah. So I mean, that's why we have almost 250 members. I've done zero marketing. I've paid for nothing. Right. This is grassroots from serving my purpose pouring into these women and they share on yep. social media they share with their neighbors they share with their friends it's so cool like during the pandemic i like had this dream that i wanted to do a destination wellness retreat i was like we were we we thought we were kind of coming out of it travel was opening up and i was like i'm doing this yeah. i'm gonna do a wellness retreat and i co-created with a resort in arizona and it was overwhelmed. I'd never done anything like this before. I was creating a three-day all-inclusive all inclusive yoga wellness retreat. I was like, we're going to do, let's start with eight people. It's It was about, I think, around $2,000 a person. And let me tell you how this works when you host retreats. You are responsible for the monies, whether you sell one ticket or not. Oh, nine. yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're so booking you're, them up front. You are paying up front. Yep. Okay. I think it was like $20,000. My husband's like, you got this? Like, no, you know, he yeah. is like totally <laughs> confident. You got this. Well, let me tell you, it sold out in nine minutes and we sold 26. 26 women came with me to Arizona. That's <laughs> in awesome. In the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. To do a I was looking retreat. at your notes. I was like, I know she wrote that in there. I wonder what the number was. And, yeah. then, and then she's 26. But then, so we did this. This was just September of 2021. Um, before we even left, they're like, we have to do this again. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, I've already created the blueprint. Because the blueprint's the hardest thing. The yeah. first time you th you do something like this, it's all. And I'm like, okay. You're like, now I know I can do it now every I six months or yes, every year. Every and I just can just do it. Yeah. yeah. So our next one is May 15th, um, under one minute, 29 women. Nice. So it's just Where's so the next cool. one going to be Same at? place. Same place? Arizona. Nice. Yeah. So um, three days, all inclusive. But the cool thing is, is because we're a virtual platform, we still do these Zoom lives. So we see each other. We have a, our Facebook group is very active. We are commenting, sharing. So these women who have never met in person came together. They're, bestie, they're besties. Literally, yeah. the pictures, like they are interlocking arms, laying their head on each other's shoulders. Like right. we left completely connected with new BFFs. And it was just, for me, it's so cool to sit back and like watch women just like me who are you know managing self-care businesses jobs husbands kids give themselves permission to step out of their everyday life to invest in their health and wellness for three days it yeah. was amazing right Listen, it just like sets me on fire megan's yoga tribe because now people i bet a lot of people are like oh man i 
I got I got to know that Megan's yoga, yoga Megan's track. track. And this is the coolest thing. I had a husband okay. Google reach it. out. It to comes me. right up. It does come up. It comes right up. Uh, a husband. It was so we got back from that trip. I think on like a Thursday. A husband reached out to me that weekend. He's like, "Whatever you did to my wife, do it again. Do it again. <laughs> She's never been happier." Yeah. Yeah. He was just like. It was magic. She came home. She's never been happier. That's great. And that is it. That's all I want is to help women create and live that life they love. That's the community involvement we that's talk it. about all well, the time. Yeah. That, so that's really, like, I mean, that's the community oh, involvement part of business. her company, yeah, right? Like it's, I mean, that's obviously, kind of yes, that's your whole model, business. Right? But that's like the, that's one of the big outreaches yes. uh-huh. that I would compare to you know, being a member of the chamber well, or, and, and you know, that group of people, she's just creating her own group that's right. within the community. Yeah. And they, they really feel that connection because I know them and I care about them. I have that on my sales page. When you sign up for my membership, what's the difference between YouTube yoga and Megan's yoga tribe? I care about you. Right. I truly care about you. Well, there's a connection. I'm there. going to get to know you. I'm going to get to know where you like to travel. I'm going to get to know your body. If you're dealing with an injury, right? I care about you. And if you truly. don't show up, you're going to oh, call. If they don't show up, <laughs> they get a message. And this is the thing. So I, I hadn't seen one of my regular clients for, for a couple of weeks and she's consistent on zoom every morning. I reach out to her and <laughs> This may be too much information. I won't say her name, but she's like, oh, I actually got my implants taken out, so I'm recovering. <laughs> <laughs> and, but this is the Sad thing. day. Do you know? <laughs> <laughs> I bet her yoga practice will be better, though. There you go. But this is the thing. Like, it's It just like fills me up that like we notice. We I, yeah. my instructors, we notice if someone's missing. And there was a reason. It wasn't like she was yeah. just ghosting us. And then I just wanted her to know, like, we miss you. Yeah. And if you need anything, let us know. I love it. Um, and so this is, so there's, there's, we got a theme going on here. Every guest we've brought on has talked about how their business grew to a stable and substantial level with zero marketing. And when you are small and new into business, it should be a warning to you. If you're not growing at that and you're considering having to pay for marketing, chances are your product that you've put together is not where it needs to be. If you're not getting those word of mouth referrals and you're not getting those people that are bragging about you and talking about you and wanting to buy your product or use your service, you need to improve that product or service. Wholeheartedly. So um, there's, there's no listen to your customers ask for feedback. Right. So important. Right. I, my clients tell me what they want. It's beautiful. Yeah. Megan, we want a Mexico retreat next time. All right. <laughs> All right. Girl, we want to go to Cabo. Megan, we would Let's like a lunchtime class. Like, And I pull them and I ask them what they want because oh, I want to Oh, lunchtime class. Them. Yeah. Yeah, we do three now. We have three. So when I started out, it was just me. Just yeah. good old me. Now I have, what, seven instructors that teach for me. We have yeah. 11 live Zoom classes a week. We started out with five. Um, so yeah, we pull that community because we want to serve them and meet them where they're at. Right. So I important. love it. That is that so is cool. Important. That's episode seven, one hundred and one, right there. Well, yeah, community involvement. Yeah, totally. It. Step six. Yeah. So my four bar teacher. Step four. Four. Step four. Okay. So sorry. My, step four. Step I'm four. all a little jacked up today. <laughs> <laughs> well, my bar teacher, um, she's 27, mama too, and was diagnosed recently with malignant melanoma. Oh no. It very aggressive. Um, on her scalp, had to have like major surgeries, 24, 24 months of immunotherapy, which is basically another type of chemo. Yeah. In one month, our community raised twenty two hundred dollars for her. Wow. It's just like mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like just it yoga was girls. So, it yeah. Was so cool That's what you think of. What oh, I really? did yeah. when she first reached out and was like, I knew what she was kind of going through. I had already had a thanksgiving class a free class planned just for anyone not just my community for anyone right and i've never ever done what you call a donation based a lot of yoga instructors do them where the you just show up and you pay if you want yeah right. if you want to pay two dollars or five dollars right. or whatever. donation based class well i decided when she told me about her diagnosis my thanksgiving live zoom class i would do a donation class so I had already had it planned. I changed my Facebook thing. I said, this is a donation class. Here's the story of my bar teacher. What's going on? Here's my um, Venmo. 
write her name if you want to donate. I taught a 45 minute yoga class and $875 was donated. Nice. Holy cow. Nice. That that's is community. Yeah. And that's that community is when you know what you're doing, what you're supposed to be doing on this earth. Yeah. I and love her passion. That's when uh, you've got. Like you can tell the you, things that really excite her. She's just. Yeah. I mean, just, I like it. Lights my soul up. And then we. And that's shirts. what helps your business grow. Yeah. Like people can, people can sense <laughs> that. People can feel that. People know that it's real, you know, and you're not just faking it. Right. But you know what I mean? Because I did fake it in my other businesses. So right. I yeah. Know you learned. That's why I care so much about helping yeah. other people step into their truth. Right. Because I know what it feels like to get up every day and wish you were doing something else. Yeah. It doesn't feel good. Yeah. I've been it's there. It's broken. You're yeah. broken. And, yeah. And it took this <laughs> We've journey. all been there. We've all been there. Yeah. But yeah. So we were able to do that. And then we did a t-shirt, a smile through it. Cause her, her saying when she's like kicking our ass, literally she's like, does these things where you're like, I don't think my leg can move like that. She'll always, she'll say smile through it, ladies, smile yeah. through it. So yeah. <laughs> I branded a shirt that says smile through it. And then we put our logo on our back on the back and we sold 75 of these shirts. Holy cow. Great. That's Just cool. A, I love it. Amazing. Yeah. I love it. Just a collection of amazing badass women. Yeah. What, uh, when you started out, what was the easiest? The community. The community. Um, I think she's answered that question. No, I think. Well, well not, not really, but I mean, obviously, I mean, yeah. right. The community just supported her. The the people that were like, we trust you, Megan. We believe in you. We're yeah. gonna give this a try, even though I will tell you. I had a limiting belief that I had to be in a yoga studio to practice yoga. So I, yeah. I hadn't even drank my own Kool-Aid. And I have a <laughs> yoga studio in my house that I had just finished building right before the pandemic. And I was like, can I really do this? Because I felt like I had to be in a studio for it to be yoga. And so the fact that these women were like, I'll, I'll give this a try. Yeah. And then what they realized is they're saving time they're saving a shit ton of money because yeah. one of my biggest things is I want this price point to be available for anyone. And I can tell you right now, if you're on a budget, I've got a coupon code or you know what? I have some people on my membership for free because they need, they need the mindfulness. They yeah. need, need the movement. Um, and it was the saving of the money, the saving of the time really realizing for me, like I didn't do the morning routine with my kids for six years. Cause I was in a studio teaching. Now I'm home to see my kids in the morning. Some days I love that. Some days I don't, right. but <laughs> that's every parent, you right? know, for a lot of women, if you're going to, if you're going to work out, you're going to have to miss something in the morning, miss something in the evening, maybe mm -hmm. miss a carpool, maybe have to get, you know, you're sacrificing something else. And with my program, they don't have to. Right. And their kids can be there. A lot of women would have to get a babysitter to be able to go to a gym or a yoga studio. Yeah. Yeah, they can be playing just in the living room. And you know, if, if something crazy happens. You can log off. Yeah. It's you, virtual. Yeah, it's yeah. no big deal. There's no, it's the zero expectations. You can log in, you can log off. If you want to come live, you can, or you can do the on demands. So it fits for that busy woman, that busy wife. Yeah. But it took COVID to realize for me that I could do it from home. Yeah. And then when I realized I could, I was like, damn, this is nice. Yeah. Like, I have so much more time. Yeah. Because for me to teach an in-studio class, I would get there at least 30 minutes early. I would teach my class and then I would stay 30 minutes yeah. late. Talking, and then I I'm drove sure. home. So I was gone between two and a half and three hours for one for hour class. Minutes. Yep. Yeah. You guys, now I walk in my basement, I teach, and I walk upstairs. Yeah, and you're I'm done. back to mom, and I'm back to wife. And it's just, and, and my clients are doing the same thing. Right. They're able to take care of themselves. There's not all those roadblocks of, I have to get a sitter, I have to get up early, I have to miss carpool. Oh my gosh, I can't afford a $140 membership. Right. There's none of that roadblocks. Yeah. They're still, and they still feel community. Yeah. So that's, that's cool. I like it. That's awesome. But I, I mean, I, I had to drink my own Kool-Aid. Yeah. Like, hmm. It, and it's wild once you're on that right, once you're on that right product, how fast they'll come back around to you. Yeah. So, and, and they'll full on support you and help do your marketing for you and get everyone else. It seems to, to be a very too. inspiring story too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, you know, what am I going to do? And then all of a sudden, no, I'm just going to do it. You do it, and then you have this tremendous support from the community, and you're just like, I am actually filling it. It's not that it was – she talks about it being purpose-driven and that being her you know, driving factor, and 
in making the company successful, but it didn't just make the company successful. Right. It's another drive. A whole nother driving factor is I get to help women do it. Oh my gosh. Change and, their lives. Yeah, yeah. And she's changing their lives. So she, she not only has she, does she have two things that drive her, not one thing, but two great things that drive her to do it. Right. Which is, so I cool. mean, it's just very inspiring. It's so cool. When I get to hear the feedback and the reviews that people write about how this habit of yoga and coming to their mat with me has changed their lives. Yeah. Oh, it's it. It's so cool too because, you know, I'm just this small, tiny online yoga studio and this Lee Summit Lifestyles is a magazine and Lee Summit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They reached out to me and featured me in their January article. Talk about humbling. Yeah. Like, like totally humbling. I'm just like this small yeah. little solopreneur right. serving my purpose on this earth and they did a whole spread on me. Yeah. That's and, amazing. And that's the other thing too. Uh, like so cool. Is if she didn't know it was going to be that successful. She didn't know. Obviously, she just yeah. said it was humbling. Don't think that if you do have a small idea, even if it's a, a, a small business from home, which a lot of women are doing now, they're like just doing, they think it's going to be a little side hustle or this or what. Look, if it drives you, do it because it could be huge. You right. have no idea. And how you could change your life, you could change other people's lives. Don't be afraid to do it just because you think it's going to be some small little insignificant thing. Yeah. Because it may be something really great. But the key uh, differentiation between somebody doing that small thing that never really goes anywhere and somebody doing that small thing that explodes is the level of passion that they have behind it and the level of commitment that they have to serve their customers. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Serve. One year, my I pick a focus word every year. And one year, it was serve. And the next year, it was create. And believe it or not, is when I created this online company. Well, there you go. And so <laughs> it was it. like, but 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 this is why it worked. The, the year before, it was to serve. So all I did was serve, 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 give, give, give. <laughs> and then when I created the company, the people were there. Yeah. All yeah. those people who I had poured into, yeah. who I had served, were there. Well, they we, were there to serve you in they return. They were there. And I tell them at least once a week, if not more, and every single in-person event I do, because I do a lot around Eastern Jackson County, I thank people before we start. I thank you for making your health and happiness a priority and allowing me to serve my purpose. Right. Because when they show up to that event or they show up to their mat, they're allowing me to serve my purpose. So it's super cool. That is cool. That is real cool. Very inspiring. uh, um, We even talked about that in episode seven where we were talking about like the community involvement work that we do with our company. And we we mentioned like we weren't prepared for the response that would come from it. Like we thought we're just doing the good thing for the community. But then when the community comes back and responds in a way that just fills our schedule for us. It's amazing. It's like a, it's a big indicator. Okay, you're on the right path. You're doing the right thing. That's right. And that's your core values. That's that's your core values. And that's what attracts people to your business. Yeah. And it was something as simple. We, as a community, Megan's Yoga Tribe online members, we adopted um, through Foster Adopt Connect. We adopted a child for Christmas. And it's so convenient these days because you can do their Amazon wish list. Yeah. The amount of gifts. Click, 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 click. These women, I mean, this little girl, what she was blessed with because of these women. And that comes from the core values. Anyone that does business with me knows that this is who I am. Mm -hmm. Like they have no question. Like I am going to serve. I'm going to bring you together. We are going to help others together as a community and we're going to make a big impact. Right. And so it's so neat when you get that collective of right customers, right clients who also are aligned with your core values. Yeah. That's who you want. Right. Yeah. Right-minded That's people. That's who you want. Yeah. Right-minded yeah. people. Those yeah. are my and, people. And you attract people that are uh, that are like you. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Those are those core values. Core values aren't something that's plastered on the wall in the break room at right. the office that you work at. Core values are how you behave. That's right. If you in so I always I've worked at a place where they plastered them up on the wall and they always referred to them up on the wall. But that doesn't help. They're on the wall. My philosophy is they, we shouldn't have to put them on the wall for people to understand what they are. Like if they, if, if they have to see them on a wall to understand what they are, then we're not doing that. Not doing them. Yeah. So you're not living them out. Right. Right. Absolutely. That's, that's neat. What, um, um, as you got off and got rolling and got started, 
Um, what was one of the more difficult things that you encountered after you're off and running? Mm. I think growth has been really challenging because that, when I started this, the intention was never to have more instructors. It was just me. I was just going to teach. Right. And then I realized like, wow, like I need to hire instructors. Yeah. Um, so the growth has been challenging because. Do you mean not necessarily the people coming to you? It's the staff. Do you mean the staff no, and everything to help it I, go? Because we've we've grown so much with members that I want to offer more variety of classes. Ah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. So when we first started, we were Megan's Yoga Tribe. Okay. Now we are Megan's Yoga Tribe, but we're a fitness studio. We offer yoga, bar, Pilates, and HIT classes. So I actually have bar teachers, Pilates teachers, I have booty yoga teachers, and I have personal trainers that teach interval training. So I went from just this yoga, it's just these five little yoga classes that I taught, different right. modalities of yoga, to branching out to serve more people. And so that was kind of the thing, like what direction do I want to go? Right. But I think it's neat because I am a true believer that we need we need all modalities. We need some cardiovascular work. Yeah. We also need mindfulness. We need that deep stretch, that yin, we call it, or restorative. And then we need to use some light weights because we need some long lean muscles to yeah. keep our skeleton strong. And so I kind of was like, you know what? We need all these modalities. And I want my members to have access to lots of varieties so that I can meet them where they're at whether they have never done yoga before or barely worked out there's something available for them or if they're like achieving massive goals and they like you know want to have a six-pack okay i have something for that too so right i want to very have, interesting have something for everyone see i'm going for the six-pack that's, that's my <laughs> that's my summer goal good for you I'll be a 40 year old with six-pack you I'm should gonna... try my hip fit yoga class yeah hip fit well, yoga. it's women only yeah you can do the on-demand though Oh, you can oh. Be I will tell you. My Tried to get out of that real quick. Yeah. My, <laughs> my husband came to one of my classes, one of my hip fit classes. And I kid you not, this is back when we were still in studio. So way before pandemic. And one of the gals next to him said he was making dying animal sounds oh, yeah, the whole yeah. class. Well, the last time I attended a, a gym that about oh, made me pass man. out on day one, mm. I signed up for a membership yeah. like that day. So, oh, yeah. man. I, I mean, it is, I say Wednesday is my most humbling day of the week and it reminds me how strong i am because right. hip fit yoga is intense that's it when grit and grace but i am also myself and all my instructors like we offer modifications we remind people to honor where they're at to give themselves grace but we also want you to know that you're stronger than you know yeah like, you have been through a lot of hard things you yeah. have risen up day after day after day but honor where you're at. If something right. doesn't feel right, I'm going to educate you. Like what your central nervous system is, you know, I'm going to get you to the right place in your parasympathetic nervous system. I want you to be peace and calm. See, we're, I like I, it. Man. I got hit. Today's Tuesday as we're filming this. Tomorrow's Wednesday. That's right. That's hit day at my gym too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so are you not, a, are you not going? Must, I don't understand. Must, what be a, must be a thing that Wednesday <laughs> is a good day for hit yeah. day, like hump day. Yeah. Hit Let's day. put the, the most strenuous yeah. workout of the day in on Wednesday. Yep. In our classes, so we offer 30-minute 30, 30 classes, 45-minute classes, and 60-minute classes. And then I also do workshops. So there will be – I allow my instructors to, to offer workshops on our platform. Yeah. And then I bring in a guest instructor. It doesn't have to be a fitness instructor. Tomorrow night is actually a pelvic floor physical therapist that I'm bringing in and doing a live workshop teaching about pelvic, pelvic floor. floor. I wasn't, I wasn't even going to say anything. I yeah. was like, that's over my head. I'm well, just letting it go. <laughs> so many women are suffering in silence with all kinds of problems with pelvic floor. They like I mean, having to cross their legs every time they sneeze, peeing, having pain with sex, having, you know, incontinence. Oh yeah. Um, literally just all kinds of ailments. And so for me, I can provide, like, it's just extra. Yeah. I just bring this value. I bring in these people. I've brought in therapists to teach self-love. I've brought in healers to do different healing things, different kind of instructors, um, guides to bring in every single month. I have someone come in and do just a freebie pop-up class for my community. That's cool. So I like it. To, we, we have 25 people signed up to come tomorrow night to learn about pelvic floor and you'll probably have come to zoom you probably yeah, have another digital. 10 digitally yeah. all zoom yeah 
It's all Zoom. And then all the classes are recorded. So if people can't join live, they have access still to the information. From their membership. Right. From their membership. Nice. Got, a, and, got and, a dance recital to attend to. I'm going to get it later. That's right. I thing. had the la- a lady ask this morning. She's like, Megan, will it be recorded? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And then we have a I like thing it. for pop-up classes. And they can go there and find all the different pop-up classes. Well, that is that is really cool. It is really cool. That is, that is awesome. I learned it. T- so before, I, I always go and, and prep and you know, try to read about it, especially if I don't know anyone, find out everything. I learned Still so learn. much today and I've learned so much on just on this show about just, I mean, yoga. Sage. Sage. We did, we did a lot of, of pre-show stuff and I'm, I am truly inspired by you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. No, thank wow. you. I've, I've been intrigued by yoga for a while. I'm scared to try it because I am not flexible. You're afraid Megan's going to hurt you? I'm, I'm afraid. <laughs> like, I'd be looking at it like, I still have to work tomorrow. Oh, so, yeah. like, it, I don't want to hurt myself. There's there's moments. Dude, you could be sore. Oh, oh I know. Oh, I, you oh could man. Be, you could snap something. You could be real. Like, Trying to overdo I bet, it. I bet yoga would kick my ass harder than the gym does. Oh, guarantee it would. And, and so. I will tell you, no one ever leaves my class feeling like they didn't get a workout or they right. didn't. I mean, yeah. it is. Man. I, my, I have Stretching. instructors that oh. teach more like what I call like vin yin or yin yasa or restorative. My specialty is like. I'm gonna make you sweat. Kick your ass. I'm gonna put you. I'm gonna put you in that crescent lunge, and then I'm gonna have you pulse your knee down towards the earth for a while, and maybe hold some light weights. And Dude, those muscles so. you don't know you have start oh, yeah. working. Uh-huh. You're in. You're. You're in panic mode. But it's so empowering. You're so in panic mode. It's so empowering, and it's 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 those endorphins to dominate it's, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's magic. I call it my magic carpet ride. My literally my yoga mat. It's my magic. It's my magic carpet ride. I so like, like it. Like. Uh, Three years ago, maybe three or four years ago, I had a friend convince me to go to a body pump class down oh. the street at the YMCA, <laughs> yeah. and and so I go. Talking about the one by South. Yeah, and, and so I go, and it's like I'm the only guy there, right? And all of these, like, I'm the youngest person there by at least ten years, and except for my friend that caught, taught or you know convinced me to go, and. It's doing like most of these people are working out with like a bar only, no weights on it, no nothing, and they're just doing like a whole bunch of curls and a whole bunch of like and steps, right? Press. Were it, you doing steps? Yeah, it's it's steps. like aerobic and it's like to music and it's like to. I a really beat. wish there was a video. I know. Oh, I, <laughs> those people, those same people have been doing it for thirty years. Well, yeah, and so I'm like, oh, the, these women are. 20 years older, like, I'm going to put some weight on this bar. you like, like got to put workout, a couple right? fives on there at least. By the, so I completed the workout. And then went in the parking lot and threw up? The next morning, I couldn't even put <laughs> so my contacts sorry. in. So my sorry. arm would not, <laughs> I couldn't touch my eye. And it was like that for like a day and a half. Yeah. I was so, so sore. Like, oh my gosh. So Those are toning. You know what you should do? Try to remember that. And then when you get home after your big workouts at the gyms, then do those. Go do those. Dude, you'll be super cut. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and our, you know, our muscles. Or I could just do yoga. Or you could do yoga. Muscles have memory. But I think the cool thing too, specifically about my classes is people feel progress and they see transformation. Mm -hmm. Because right, if you're just doing something day after day, which great. Yeah. The mindfulness is wonderful. You feel zen. You feel confident. You're more at peace and ease. But for my clients, when they are like, holy shit, I yeah. could hold that plank longer. Or, oh my gosh, I just did the jogging chaturangas for the first time. Like, I get messages all the time after class. Like, oh my gosh, I did all of ABC. Like, yeah. I really teach where you get stronger. Yeah. Where you see the results. You feel the results. And then when they look in the mirror and all of a sudden there's oh a gosh. new shadow from a new oh, like, area a, of <laughs> lean. They're or, literally like, oh my gosh, look at my tricep. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, holy like, moly. Yeah. 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 Holding things yourself up tough. Are changing. So it's so cool that, that there's that transformation part. There's yeah. that progress that they see themselves transforming, but they feel it too. Right. So I think it's pretty cool. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. I like it. Well, I guys, I think that about wraps up our show here with Megan. Um, Megan, throw out where you are on social, on social media and stuff like that. Shameless so they, plug here, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So they can they can find you. Right. So I'm Megan's Yoga Tribe. You okay. will find me on Instagram. You will find me on Facebook. Um, I will tell you that I 
that's that's all I can keep up with. I right. know there's lots of social sites, but unfortunately, I it's have too four much. kids. It's yeah. too much. And it's too much, yeah. right? I would have to watch a YouTube video to figure out how to work it. So TikTok. Facebook, oh gosh. <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Megan's Yoga Tribe. Um, my website, createandlivealifeyoulove.com okay. or megansyogatribe.com. If you Google Megan's Yoga Tribe, yeah. it comes right up. Perfect. And... There's a seven-day free trial to my membership. So you can try out all the classes, 11 live Zooms a week, over 550 on-demand classes, tons of modalities. Come in, experience the community. There is no ego. There's no competition. There's no judgment. You show up where you're at. You flow and grow. You will feel like you belong, yeah. hands down. Um, so yeah, seven days free. Try it out. That is cool. Mitch is going to be doing the on-demand. Yes. I guarantee he tries at try least it. one. I, I can guarantee yeah. you I'm going to try it. I you like it. try it. So, um, Guys, remember, if you if you like what you're hearing on the show, please do us a favor and help share the show with anybody else uh, who might also be wanting to start their business. Uh, I think Megan is a good example of this, that um, a business can, can go anywhere where there is a need. And so... Uh, just, just as we've said before, the, the pandemic that we've recently gone through created tons of opportunity for people to create businesses seemingly out of thin air. And, and Megan is proof of that. So, um, um, if you, if you see somebody on, you know, Facebook groups or anything like that for your local crafts or your, your trades or whatever it is that you do, and they have questions about starting their own business, feel free to send them a link to the show. Um, and, and again, anything episode one through nine is our, is our, uh, our steps to, uh, that you're going to want to, uh, achieve or overcome in order to successfully start your business. So, um, uh, if you're, if you're looking for where our show may be, we're going to be on Apple podcasts. Uh, we're on Spotify and we're also on YouTube. So, uh, until next week, uh, we will see you later. And again, Megan, thanks for, thank, thank you, me. Megan. Appreciate this is it. Girl. So much better than solo parenting for kids. Tonight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I left, I left, you my... got to solo parent two kids. Yes. Yeah. Just yes. two, <laughs> two adults, two adult kids, adultish yeah. kids. Yeah. I left the 11 year old to put the other kids to bed. What are the odds that they're actually asleep? Um, well, it's not eight o'clock yet, so you'll be 730. okay. 7:30. One of the kids' bedtime was 7:30. Zero percent chance Zero, that yeah. kids Shit. asleep. Okay, Zero. that's Feet. always my goal. Is like just have them in bed when I get. Feet up. stomping <laughs> up the stairs when you come in the <laughs> yeah. door. They're that's gonna what be ready. That, yeah, I love what it. That is. I yeah. love it, man. So. Yeah. No, so thank you, Megan. Thank you so much. It was an honor to be here. Appreciate it. Love it. All right, we'll see you guys later. Thank you. Good night.